Well, after a, a very hot summer, just so happens that uh, it's not completely over. Um, and the heat temperatures measured in the Mediterranean, for example, are still higher than average, and that uh, they are usually at this time of year. But um, I found out different bits of information, and just happy to share them here uh, while we go over the, the similar topics of the oceans and people fighting for it, people doing their bit. One article came out was the Ocean Race and Time, and um, it's on the Ocean Race uh, website, oceanrace.com, and it's the Ocean Race and Time in a race to give the ocean a voice. Well, the Ocean Race, the world's toughest test of a team in sport and global media brand Time, are extending their partnership, which first began in 2021, to inspire global audiences to take action to protect the seas. Combining the Ocean's Race's unrivaled experience of the seas and award-winning sustainability program with Time's mission to lead conversations that change the world, the collaboration intends to raise awareness and threats to the ocean. Championing the critical role it plays in climate change and helping to drive the action needed to safeguard it. Together, the collaborators are also highlighting the Ocean Race's One Blue Voice campaign, which has an ambitious goal of securing a universal declaration of ocean rights by 2030. As an official impact partner of the Ocean Race, Time will support the Ocean Race on events, including the Ocean Race Summits, which brings together global decision makers to help to drive new and improved policies to protect and govern the ocean with a focus on exploring ocean rights, as well as major external environmental conferences such as COP27 and Davos. This Thursday, that's September 22nd, Time Senior Editor Kyla Mandel will join a high-level roundtable discussion hosted by the Ocean Race, the Government of Cabo Verde and the Government of Monaco to discuss growing support from decision-makers and other influential parties for a universal declaration of ocean rights. Megan Jones, Senior Sustainability Advisor at the Ocean Race, said, The ocean is vital to all life on Earth, but its rights are being ignored. As sailors, we know that teamwork is vital to success, and nowhere is this more important than in the race for the ocean. Time's influence and global audience provides an unrivaled opportunity to reach those in the public and private sectors that can take action for the ocean and give it the voice so desperately it so desperately needs. The ocean race and time will also amplify the key messages of this purpose-led partnership within forthcoming issues of Time and on Time.com. Additionally, the ocean race and time will work together to engage audiences around the next edition of the ocean race, which starts in Alicante, Spain, in January. Victoria Dektar, Global CRO at Time, said, We are thrilled to continue our support of the Ocean Race as an official impact partner. This collaboration builds on our brand's mission of championing sustainability, as exhibited both editorially with our commitment to and legacy of in-depth reporting on climate change, and with Time's new sustainability division and climate action platform for business, CO2 by Time. The partnership with Time, which is extended until the end of 2023, builds on the Ocean Race's Racing with Purpose sustainability program, developed with founding partner 11th Hour Racing. The ambitious program harnesses the determination and ambition of the round-the-world race and the unifying power of sport to educate, inspire, and accelerate action for our blue planet at this critical time. Well, that's quite a, a, quite a statement. 
nice to hear that they are great partnerships and that they're going out and uh, doing great work. Uh, you know, I, I always, I, I, I fully support the idea. I think it's great. More people are talking about it. But these are within circles of people who know each other. That's, that's my feeling. Um, I don't know how to put it. I mean, I don't know how much of an echo it gets. That's why I talk about them here. So we can hear that there's always something more happening in, uh, when it comes to the protection of the oceans. Um, other thing that happened on September 13th, they announced the Mediterranean, Mediterranean Pavilion at the UNFCC COP27. Um, and here is the declaration they shared with it. The Mediterranean Action Plan of the UN Environmental Program, UNEP, and its components will take part in the Mediterranean Pavilion located in the Blue Zone at UNFCC COP27, 6th to 18th of November 2022, in Sharm el-Sheikh, Egypt. The Mediterranean Pavilion is the first of its kind to be set up at a UN climate change conference. It is an initiative led by the Union for the Mediterranean, together with UNEP, and the Prima Foundation, along with a coalition of institutions dealing with climate action in the region. Two UNEP components, as well as the network of experts, MEDEC, are co-sponsoring this initiative, namely Plan Bleu, the UNEP Regional Activity Center specializing in sustainable development, and MEDWAVES, it's another UNEP uh, division, through the Government of Catalonia of Spain and the EU-funded SwitchMed program. After a summer fraught with heat waves and episodes of extreme weather events in several parts of the Mediterranean basin, the pavilion will offer a platform to address climate-related challenges and highlight climate action and upscalable solutions in the region, a climate change hotspot, referring to the Mediterranean. Recognizing that the Mediterranean is a hub for emerging solutions through a combination of public policies and private initiatives, the pavilion will host activities organized by regional actors, public and private, and so on and so on, actively engaged in facing the climate crisis in the Mediterranean context. Solutions presented at the pavilion can serve as a blueprint for similar efforts to be scaled up globally. MEDEC, a science policy interface that the UNEP Barcelona Convention System supports alongside the uh, Union for the Mediterranean and other partners, will act as a scientific advisory council for the pavilion activities. Hosted by the Plan Bleu Regional Activity Center in Marseille, France, MEDEC brings together more than 600 scientists from 35 countries. It published in 2019 the first ever Mediterranean Assessment Report on the impact of environmental and climate change in the Mediterranean region. MAR-1 warns that it is virtually certain that the sea surface warming will continue during the 21st century by 1 degree Celsius to 4 degrees Celsius depending on the scenario and likely that deep waters will warm more in the Mediterranean than other oceans in the world. Climate change is interacting with existing drivers of environmental degradation, including pressure from economic sectors and pollution in its multiple forms, to exacerbate the stress that Mediterranean ecosystems must grapple with. From the Mediterranean Pavilion, with its components, will advocate for healthy marine and coastal ecosystems as a pillar of resilience to climate change. MAP-led events will present efforts undertaken with the contracting parties of the Barcelona Convention to bolster environmental protection and sustainable development with the aim of allowing marine and coastal ecosystems to play their natural role of bulwark against the vagaries of a changing climate. 
The Mediterranean Pavilion is meant to serve as the region and will operate as a hub for activities and partnerships undertaken by regional public institutions, civil society organizations and private sector entities with the aim of catalyzing an effective and rapid transition to a climate-resilient future. Institutions working on relevant themes are invited to submit proposals to host activities and participate in the pavilion's discussions and negotiations. Well, there you go. So, uh, yes, I am delighted to hear that the Mediterranean Pavilion will take place. I'm sure that on the back of a very hot summer, they've got plenty of arguments. Again, I hope that they find a space where the message can can be conveyed to actors that would allow for a greater outcome than we have seen at most of these cops, which, you know, as great and as necessary as they are, they sometimes feel like a very slow move in a very drastic situation. Um, I um, picked out another article which referred to the marine heat wave that carries on in the Mediterranean Sea. As uh, we remember, the summer was hotter than usual, etc. And you'd think the summer is over, it's all over, it's not. So, Here's an article that was in earth.com, penned by Andre Ionescu, and it's titled Extreme Marine Heat Wave Persists in the Mediterranean Sea. While many parts of Europe struggled with record-breaking temperatures this summer, it was not only the continental mainland that was affected. According to Care Heat, a new project funded by the European Space Agency, the Mediterranean Sea also suffered an intense marine heat wave with sea surface temperatures reaching 5 degrees Celsius higher than average. Marine heat waves are massive rises in sea temperatures over an extended period of time, which negatively impact marine ecosystems, threaten marine biodiversity, and lead to significant losses for fisheries, aquaculture, and tourism industries. Moreover, such high water temperatures can also cause extreme weather events such as tropical storms and hurricanes and can increase the frequency and intensity of floods, droughts and wildfire fires. As global ocean temperatures continue to increase, marine heat waves are becoming more frequent, widespread, prolonged and intense. Thus, predicting their occurrence and duration and better understanding their impact on marine ecosystems is essential, care uh, states. Uses uh, and they use near real time sea surface temperature data available from the Copernicus Marine Service to identify marine heat waves, assess their status and trends, and clarify their impact on marine life. In the context of this project, scientists detected a particularly extreme heat wave event that started in the second half of April 2022 and stretched across the central and northwestern Mediterranean Sea in these regions. Sea surface temperatures spiked rapidly, rising from 16 to 22 degrees Celsius in less than 10 days. In the Ligurian Sea, an arm of the Mediterranean, the maximum intensity of the heat wave was reached on July 21st, with a 5 degrees Celsius increase above normal temperatures. Although it partially subsided, the heat wave in the Mediterranean still present now in September we are still observing an averaged sea surface temperature anomaly of around 2 degrees Celsius, which intensified in the northwest Mediterranean where the anomaly is higher than 4 degrees Celsius, said Rosalia Santolin, the Care Heat Project Coordinator. The research team will continue to monitor the evolution of this unprecedented heat wave in order to clarify how the temperature signal propagates below the sea surface, which are the drivers of this extreme event, and what impact it has on Mediterranean ecosystems. 
There's a little more of an explanation then, um, which I find absolutely uh, fascinating. One has to remember that when we talk about temperature rises, we're talking about the averages. So a four degree Celsius, um, you know, on your coast when you're going swimming sounds delightful, warm sea to swim in. However, the impact on the ecosystems, the forced migration of multiple species uh, is uh, very real and uh, the, the, the changes affect for a longer period. Uh, hence, for example, a lot of things that have been spoken about in the press is people have noticed that there's a lot more jellyfish this summer. Um, now, the jellyfish is one thing that is visible, but for one thing that is visible, imagine all the others that you're not seeing and how much an ecosystem is changed. Another article on the same topic, um, which was in ESA.int, the European Space Agency, you notice that we're talking more and more about space and satellites and Copernicus and so forth because we're using information uh, that's collected by satellites. And here, in this case, it's temperatures of the surface of the sea which all will go and be compiled, and we'll talk again about the topic of ocean data in the near future. Here is the article that was issued by the European Space Agency on 22nd of September. Mediterranean Sea hit by marine heat wave. Many parts of Europe saw record-breaking temperatures over the summer, but it wasn't just the continental mainland that was affected. The Mediterranean Sea also suffered a major marine heat wave. A European Space Agency-funded project, Care Heat, detected one of the most intense Mediterranean marine heat waves observed during the satellite era, with sea surface temperatures reaching 5 degrees Celsius higher than average. Marine heat waves are extreme rises in ocean temperature over an extended period of time. Their magnitude and frequency have harmful impacts on marine ecosystems, threaten marine biodiversity and negatively impact fisheries, aquaculture and tourism industries. Higher water temperatures associated with marine heat waves can also cause extreme weather events, such as tropical storms and hurricanes, and disrupt the water cycle, making floods, droughts, and wildfires on land more likely. As global temperatures continue to rise, marine heat waves have become more widespread and are only expected, expected to increase in intensity, duration, and frequency in the future owning, owing to human-induced climate change. Predicting marine heat wave occurrence and duration, as well as understanding their impacts on marine ecosystems, is essential and can help protect ecosystems and local communities. Care Heat, an ESA-funded project, aims to develop novel strategies to identify marine heat waves, assess their status and trends, and understand their impact on marine life. The project, which began in March 2022, used near-time near real-time sea surface temperature data available from the Copernicus Marine Service and has been able to detect and monitor the marine heat wave that occurred this summer. The team found that this particularly extreme heat wave event started in the second half of April and stretched across the central and northwest Mediterranean Sea in the area sea surface temperature increases accelerate around 10th of May, and in nearly 10 days, an abrupt change in temperature from 16 degrees Celsius to 22 degrees Celsius was observed. In the Ligurian Sea, an arm of the Mediterranean, the maximum intensity of the heat wave, was reached on July 21st, when the mean anomaly reached 5 degrees Celsius. As of 13th September, the heat wave in the Mediterranean is still present. 
we are still observing an average sea surface temperature anomaly of around 2 degrees Celsius, which intensified in the northwest Mediterranean, where the anomaly is higher than 4 degrees Celsius, commented Rosalia Santoleri, Care Heat Project Coordinator. The team will continue to monitor the evolution of this heat wave with the aim to understand how the temperature signal propagates below the surface, what are the drivers of this long-lasting extreme event, and what impact it has on the Mediterranean marine ecosystem. Well, as you can see, it's full steam ahead. Um, they're taking on technology, um, all of this and other data that will be collected from other services and other gatherers of data will allow us to hopefully understand a lot faster how we can interfere with the progress uh, which is affected largely by, anthrop by humans, anthropogenic uh, causes, I was going to say. And um, let's look forward to it. But there's one thing we've noticed. The topic of the oceans is now in the hands of NGOs, organizations, foundations. It's in vogue, and I do not want to put it down by using the term in vogue, but it's a topic for sports, education, science, and the general knowledge, which is trying to you know, reach more people and let them know that there are consequences to human behavior. Well, I hope you enjoyed this uh, uh, topic, the different readings and so on. And until the next time, thank you very much for listening.